Welcome to the Rise Up in Business podcast. I'm Tracy Myler Crane and I'm your host. I'm a business lawyer, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a mum to two wonderful little people. This podcast is designed to be the business and law podcast for small business owners. Each episode explores different business and legal concepts in a clear and easy to understand way, all delivered in bite-sized chunks that are easy to listen to. You're sure to be able to take little nuggets of gold from each episode and implement them into your business straight away. I'm bringing you these podcast episodes each week with my intention being to share with you what you need to know to feel empowered so you can rise up and take control in your business. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for listening again. Today, I'm talking with somebody who I think you're going to find very inspiring. I'm talking with Sam Waterworth from Stairway Marketing today, and Sam is a marketing specialist for service-based businesses. Sam, hello. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Tracy. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. I'm so happy to be having this chat with you today. Before we dive into the topic I really want to get stuck into, could you just tell the listeners a little bit about you and where they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as you mentioned, I um, founded the digital marketing agency Stairway. My background is predominantly in email marketing and copywriting. So that's the predominant area of focus for the business, but we do do some broader general marketing strategy and other bits and bobs along the way, of course. Sam, and this is why I've brought you onto the podcast today, because email marketing is something that I think is underrated amongst many small businesses, and I'm sure you find that too. And I just wanted to dive in and talk a little more about it. So in this episode of the podcast, we're really focusing on talking to small business owners that have gotten, you know, a year or two down the track and doing all the things and wearing all the hats, but what I'm finding is more and more business owners are getting to that point in their journey and they're pausing to take a breath and they're thinking, gosh, now what do I need to be doing? We've just cobbled it together and we've done really well and gosh, isn't this going well, but now what do we need to do? And that is the point that I think people like you and I can just add so much value. One thing that comes up a lot is what do I do in relation to marketing? And I've been growing an email list, but what do I do with it? Sam, tell us, in your view, why is an email list important? Why do we even need an email list as a small business owner? It's definitely more than one reason, but my kind of top couple, I'd say, you know, first and foremost, I'm sure we've heard it all before, but your email list is something that is yours. You have ownership over it. So, you know, the classic, my Instagram account got hacked or Facebook's gone down today or the algorithm's changed. If your business is too reliant on one marketing channel, not just social, but it could be, you know, maybe you're really reliant on video or maybe you're really reliant on word of mouth or, you know, more traditional flyers, things like that, whatever it may be, Email marketing is a great supplement to your holistic marketing strategy and marketing sphere, I guess, because it's yours. So it really can't disappear regardless of if the platform you're using happens to shut down, which I don't know if I've ever heard of that happening. That list is yours. So you have those that customer information and you can use that for the rest of your lifetime in your business and more. So that's a really big plus for email in my opinion. And then the second would be 
it's the connection and the relationship that it builds with customers that is quite different to most other channels. So unlike social media, as an example, where, you know, you pop a post up on Instagram or you do a live or a story or whatever it may be, and say you've got 10,000 followers, maybe 10% of your audience will see your post if you're lucky. Whereas with email, you know, the average open rates in Australia are around 21, 22%. It's a huge chunk of people that you're getting your message across to quickly. But you can also do it in a way that's really personal and surprising. Like you have people's full attention in their inbox most of the time. So if they open your email, they're really taking in what you're saying. They're not just scrolling past it um, if you're doing the right things, of course. Gosh, just listening to you, that is just, they're both such compelling reasons as to why it is we really need to nurture our email list. And we'll get into that in a second. And I just know there's going to be people listening to this that are now hyperventilating and thinking, oh my gosh, I don't even have an email list. I haven't started that. How do I start? Can we just chat about that for a moment? What would you say to small business owners that would come to you in that panic state saying, I realise that it's valuable but I don't do that, where do I start? It's never too late to start. And I think a massive misconception with email is that you have to have a huge list or it's just not worth the time. That is completely not true. You could have a really small but really engaged list similar to a social media audience. You don't have to have thousands and thousands if you've got people that love what you're saying and are interested in what you're selling and buy from you for those reasons, then that's awesome. But in terms of getting started, I think Like the practical things are obviously choosing the right platform for you. There are so many out there with so many different features, so many different price points. I certainly see many, many business owners get really overwhelmed with just that initial choice, which is totally understandable, but doesn't need to be complicated. And from there, it's it's really just the basics. It's what do you want to say to your customer and what value can you provide them to really get them to start learning more about you, start trusting you, start understanding what you're about, and then potentially working with you, whether it's now or down the track. And so when you say what you want to say, are you referring to getting yourself a freebie download or a lead magnet? I mean, a lead magnet is absolutely a great way to grow your list. I wouldn't say you have, like, you don't have to use a lead magnet. Obviously, giving that extra incentive for someone to share their contact details with you and, you know, you, you kind of think of it as, as an exchange of value. You're giving them this freebie. They're giving you their contact details to then open this relationship up with you. It's certainly a great way to do it. But you don't necessarily have to do that. You know, your offer could just be, I'm going to send you a weekly wrap-up of the best digital marketing campaigns I've seen this week. And maybe that'll give you some really great inspiration. And if that's something you're interested in, then chuck your name on my list and let's go. That doesn't have to be a big pitch to get them in the door, but it can certainly help drive things and get them moving quicker. I'm loving that you're not wedded to a one-size-fits-all. I love that. And that's so liberating, I think, for small business owners, because as I've shared so openly on my podcast, I do go into overwhelm quite easily with all of the things and all of the hats and having to know everything. I've kind of learnt over the last few years to strategies to deal with that, but where to focus. But just this freedom of knowing no, no, we don't all have to be doing the same thing. We can sit back, pause, think about our business and think about what's going to serve our business the best and how we're going to reach those, well, reach our audience. That can work really well. So I like that you're encouraging this as well, which is really lovely. So once we've started building our email list, 
what do we do with it as small business owners? Because we get busy and it just sort of sits there and we think we'll get to it later. But really, it does need to be toward the top of that priority list, I think. Again, it's a classic thing where there are so many things that you could do. I see so many business owners get so easily overwhelmed by it. Myself, you know, also guilty sometimes. You just, when you are wearing all the hats, exactly as you say, it's easy to just let your brain explode a little bit at all of the possible things you could be doing at one time. But I'd say first and foremost, send an email. Like, it, it doesn't have to be complicated, whether you do it monthly, whether you do it quarterly, whether you do it sporadically, sending something to your audience is better than nothing because the last thing you really want to do is get them to join, whether they're downloading your lead magnet or just signing up for a newsletter and then not provide them with any value because, you know, a few months down the track, they're going to forget they signed up altogether. And then as soon as you send them something, they're going to unsubscribe. So you've gone to all this effort to build the list I know it's a cliche, but you need to nurture them in some respect. And on that note of, I certainly don't like to say, here's the formula, send them the weekly email, and that's what you have to do to be successful with email marketing. At the end of the day, my approach and my view to marketing always is that you just have to do what's going to be sustainable for you. So if you know that, okay, I can commit to sending an email once a month, tell your audience when they sign up, send them a welcome email that says, You'll be hearing from me once a month. I'll be sending you tips, tricks, case studies, interesting articles, whatever it may be. I'll be in your inbox in 30 days. See you then. And then you're setting that really clear expectation with your audience, which is something that I think is really important in email so that you don't confuse people so they don't feel like they've signed up for one thing and then you start delivering them another thing. Set that expectation and make it really clear. So then when you do land in their inbox, they're expecting it or they're they're very least not surprised by it and they know what's coming. If you can, I would say, you know, the more frequent you can be in touch with your audience and provide them value, it's going to pay dividends for you, but it has to be sustainable. Otherwise, you're just going to be ebbing and flowing and confusing them and ultimately that value and that trust will erode a little bit. And that's, of course, not what anyone wants as a business owner. You have hit the nail on the head, Sam. That's what's sustainable, isn't it? Starting out with best intentions, and I have had clients come and talk to me about this in meltdown moments. I want to do all the things and this is how I started out. But then, of course, the guilt kicks in because you miss one or you miss two and then the whole thing just is on a very, very slippery slope downwards and it's not fair on us as business owners. And as you're pointing out, it's not fair on the audience either. Really what I'm hearing here as well is the importance of strategy, in relation to your email marketing. Now, I go on a lot about strategy in business, particularly with all things legal and all things solid foundations. But I think we can honestly say here, hand on heart, that your marketing strategy, more specifically, your email marketing strategy is just as important in business if you want to actually grow your business. And we're hearing from Sam here, or we're hearing from you about just how valuable that really is because of the statistics, because you're getting in front of more of your ideal ideal client, more of your niche audience, which is very important. If we're satisfied, it's now going to be weekly, monthly, fortnightly, whatever. How do we sit down to start crafting it? How do we work out what we're going to say to our audience? It's a great question. And at the end of the day, it really is a marketing strategy question as opposed to, you know, pure email marketing question. You'd ask the same to yourself if you were writing a new blog or creating new content for your social. When you're thinking about 
what is the message that my customer wants to hear from me? It's those really essential fundamental marketing questions that you're asking yourself, which is who is my audience? What can I do for them? What are the pain points I'm helping them with? What are they frustrated by? What are they motivated by? How can I speak to them as a person on a one-to-one level, which is such a beautiful thing about email marketing, I think, is that you really can make it feel like you are, you know, yourself, Tracy, the business owner, speaking to me, Sam, the subscriber to your mailing list, even though that email may be going out to hundreds, thousands, multiple thousands of people. So it's really, it's keeping all those questions front of mind. And when you talk about strategy, I think the next part of that question, of course, is what are the goals and what are the priorities? Something I see people fall down with email all the time is they just get in their heads that they need to do something because everyone else is doing it. So, you know, they need to have an amazing onboarding journey for their customer or, you know, they want to launch a new service or a new product. So they build this really complicated, you know, nurture sequence to warm their list and keep them engaged and then, you know, eventually grand reveal launch something or maybe it's um, an abandoned cart sequence or there's so many different strategic, I guess, priorities that your email marketing could have and you'll fall down more often than not from what I see if you try and do them all or try and do them just because someone else is doing them, which is really for the wrong reason. Like you've got to think about what's the primary goal for your business and what's the priority for you? Is it to sell more of your high ticket service offerings or is it to do a better job of your retaining your customers once they come on board? Because that, again, would be a very different email marketing strategy to someone who's like, no, I'm about to launch this course. I want to sell it to as many people as possible. So I think another classic marketing cliche, but start with the end in mind. Where's the end destination? And then work your way backwards to figure out then what's the right message to say to your customer. This is so valuable, Sam. Thank you. And I think by this point in the business journey, a year or two in or thereabouts, business owners know now who their ideal audience is. They know their niche. So we did an episode recently with Jess Osborne all about niching and the importance of niching. And once we've been through that, we've niched, we've crystallised, it's now the time where we really can get the most out of sitting down to develop our email marketing strategy as part of our broader marketing strategy. Now, I know this is something you help your clients with, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. For strategy. And I know also that you have a freebie download available on your website. I sure do. Email lover's guide to email marketing is what it's called. You could call me a bit email marketing obsessed if you haven't (laughs) noticed already. It's a bit of a, whether you've kind of, maybe you've started building your list, but you haven't really, you know, had that consistent strategic approach to it, or maybe it's something you've always wanted to do, but you just haven't actually taken the plunge and started doing it yet. So it's it's a bit for someone who could be in a couple of different places with their email marketing, but it's a real stop, reset, let's review this from a strategic point of view and make the plan moving forward. So it'll help with things like, are you set up on the right platform? Have you kind of thought about your audience and segmented your audience in the right way? So something that I see a lot from small business owners and clients of mine is that 
they just send the, the same campaign to everyone on their list, which isn't always the best approach. Sometimes it is, but not always. The ebook would definitely help with that, as well as how to actually measure your marketing performance, your email marketing performance more specifically, what metrics to look out for, what you know the benchmarks are for your industry and really understanding what's performing well, what needs a bit of work and why, what to look out for in terms of if certain metrics are underperforming when they shouldn't be. Oh, thanks, Sam. Lots of value in there. We will include the link to that freebie download in the show notes for anybody who wants to dive on and grab a copy. But also, could you just tell us where we can find you? Because just listening to you, there's so much value here. And I know certainly for business owners like myself, overwhelm kicks in here because we think to ourselves, oh gosh, just something else we have to take care of and it's all too hard and I'll just keep putting it off. Sam and I are here to encourage you not to do that, but Sam does work with clients one-on-one to help with this, to help avoid that overwhelm and help support business owners through this process. So Sam, where do listeners find you? So you can find us at stairwaymarketing.com.au or Instagram's probably our best channel at stairway.marketing. We offer email marketing support in terms of strategy, in terms of platform setup, ongoing campaign management, as well as looking at kind of more one-off sequence development. So if you are doing something like launching a new product or wanting to create a really good onboarding process for your clients, there are services we offer and would love to help with. Lovely. Thank you, Sam. I'm going to include those links in the show notes as well to make it super easy. Thank you, Sam, for joining me for this chat. I just know that listeners are going to get so much value out of this and it really does shine a light on the importance of email marketing because, as you can tell, I'm trying to encourage people not to put it off any longer because it really is important for small business owners. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks for having me. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining me. I very much appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you liked the episode, please be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you found this episode to be of value for you in your business, I would be ever so grateful if you would take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, because that will help this podcast reach the ears of more business owners. If you haven't already, don't forget to jump over to my website and download your free copy of my annual legal checklist designed specifically for small business owners. And if you're ready to set your business up so you can get paid every time hassle-free, check out my course, Getting Paid Made Easy. You can access these resources on my website at tmsolicitor.com.au. Remember, in business, prevention is better than cure. I'll be back with another episode for you next week. Until then, take care.